All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Tater Talk, bringing you all of the sick and crispy business from South Florida. Sick, sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. And I'm Anthony, a 46-year-old high school freshman. <laughs> and I'm just a teacher trying to get you to go by. I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm just the one who named the child, you know, Bright Eyes, Joe. I'm just one of the background students who's not paying any attention, Jen. You don't know any no. of that. That's really good, though. But and I'm assuming there is a child in the background. And we're well, all a bunch of users, and losers, and, and abusers. <laughs> the, uh, we're, we're just kind of strangers with candy. Okay. That's the name of the TV show? Yep. Okay. <laughs> it was Amy Sedaris. Yeah, because yeah. it's Amy Sedaris. Yeah. Did you ever watch it? No. <laughs> no. Sorry. Background. I was a 46-year-old high school freshman. <laughs> All my friends were drug dealers. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it opens up. Oh, it tells her a whole story. The whole story is that she, in high school, was like, a prostitute and did tons of drugs and all that kind of stuff and she goes away to prison and comes back and decides to redo high school at 46 years old. Oh god. And um uh Stephen Colbert is her teacher. Mm-hmm. That's how we got to start uh, really. Yeah. Well, yeah, one of the ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. Besides Saturday Night Live. Uh but yeah. Very is much he so. writer. He was a writer. Oh, okay. Uh he was also uh, him and Steve Carell were the voices of the ambiguous gay duo. <laughs> okay. Yes, they were. <laughs> Yes, they were. Before they oh, got big. Oh, man, I miss the ambiguous. I used to duo. love the ambiguous duo. And then it was great when they actually did the live action for the, uh, tw- uh, where, like the 58th year anniversary mm-hmm. or whatever it was, when they did the live action, it was both of them oh, live action. So good. It oh, was so good. So great. The ambiguously gay duo. <laughs> I used to love whenever they had their car. Oh, well, yeah. When I mean, it was like, it's shooting white hot liquid onto our enemy's face. <laughs> I, I love when like the dog was in it too and like the dog just looks directly at the camera like I don't I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, I hope the dog like come on guys yeah <laughs> it's pretty great but yeah Strangers with Candy was awesome it was pretty good you know like a shitty way yes 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 weirdly enough Strangers with Candy is how I learned that you could when as a kid that you could put lemon juice in your hair to lighten it because uh. <laughs> <laughs> there was that whole episode where she wanted to be blonde Oh, jeez. That's pretty bad. It's great. It's pretty bad. No, no, it was bad. It was greatly bad. Bad. Badly great. It was just bad. (laughs) (laughs) Boo. 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 Okay. So uh, (laughs) let's get into the comics. Uh, The comic side of this comic podcast. Flip, 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 flip. Flippity, 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 flop. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Crunch, oh no, I stepped on my, my comics. Sick. Sick and crispy. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's start with you, Anthony. What did you read this week? I read um, Annihilation, Beta Ray Bill. There you go. Got me. Almost got me. Almost got you. Uh, it was a one well, shot, Well, I was right? prepared to talk about the Silver Surfer yeah, one. I and I was like, oh no, shit. Uh, <laughs> it was good. It actually, you have to read that before you read Silver Surfer, actually. Um, I mean... Who doesn't love a Beta Ray Bill issue of anything? Like, he's always a goddamn treat. Well, we judge it by our sales, a lot of people. Fair. (laughs) He doesn't get enough love. He doesn't. He He doesn't, doesn't. though. No, he doesn't. But it was pretty cool. It was him and Lockjaw, like, basically doing, like, adventurous things. And he even talks about, he's like, Lockjaw is usually part of the Inhumans, but now he's with me, a.k.a. 
Marvel's not writing them right now, but we still <laughs> want to use a lockjaw. And then in it, and then basically the um, I guess Blastar got killed in the negative zone mm-hmm. when Sentry and the Cancerverse invaded. Yeah. So now the Cancer the negative zone is trying to flee to the positive zone. Yes. Um, and Annihilus might also have been killed. So it's basically like. Beta Ray Bill's like, oh my god, I gotta fight the sentry. He's like, I don't know what the hell to do. <laughs> yeah. So he just throws Stormbreaker at him, throws him back in the rift, loses his powers, and he's like, well, this is it for me. I guess I'm dead. <laughs> and then Lockjaw pops up and goes, oh, Lockjaw, you're here, you're alive. We gotta go get my, my hammer now. And that's how it ends. <laughs> um, so it ends with like Sentry like destroying the negative zone, and now he's in, trapped, passed out in the Cancerverse, which would lead into your book. <laughs> yeah, yes, it would. Uh, so, but the the book was pretty good, though. It's good. Beta Ray Bill. It's an awesome Beta Ray Bill. Anytime you put Beta Ray Bill in the book, I'm always happy. Okay. Weird fucking skeleton horse looking bastard. I've always loved his hammer more. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Stormbreaker is way cooler than Mjolnir. Yeah. And I, I love Mjolnir. I really do. But like, oh, The Stormbreaker looks awesome. Which I guess now Thor has Stormbreaker, so whatever. Yeah. He's, he's Beta Ray Thor. Beta Ray Thor. <laughs> <laughs> Beta Ray Phil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mike Tyson. Look, guys, it's Beta Ray Phil. uh all right well uh good read good read how about you jen what did you read i read scary christmas um was it spooky was it scary um it wasn't scary it was spooky i guess Uh, (laughs) it's it was it was good it was good um it's black and white it's very short Mm -hmm. um three separate stories if i'm remembering correctly um and they're they're good they're good tales. Okay. Um, individuals completely separate, not like some shared universe, whatever. Then um, they're all around, you know, the kind of more creepy Christmas stories that get told or the old tales from okay. folklore. All right. Um, they're applied to more of a modern setting. But um, yeah, it was good. It was a fun read. Was uh, was Krampus in it? No. Okay. So, so yeah, so, so they, they didn't actually, go to that. No, they yeah. did um like the Icelandic. Uh, um, Yule cat, which will eat children who did not get new clothes. Um, <laughs> Jesus. And there's another one. Um, hey, your parents gave you awesome gifts this year. You're gonna fucking die. Well, the the idea is that if you're a child, you work really, really hard all year. So then you're give if you work really hard, you're gifted new clothes for the new year. And if you're not gifted new clothes, you're a lazy bum who didn't earn new clothes and so the cat will eat you aka you're fat so you're delicious there you go (laughs) (laughs) i see where this cat's going um yeah um i believe they're all by the same author um there were some slight differences um mike wolfer it's an um it was it completely in black and white it was completely in black and white okay um it was good yeah yeah i mean you know yeah, with the anthology series, it's, it's whatever. A, once, yeah, and then oh, those last five pages—they did give uh, an intro to another story, and I started reading it. it has nothing to do with Christmas. And you skipped like, right over the fact that there's a baboon in this book now. No, that's an, 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 uh, a preview for another book. Okay. Yes. Buried the lead. Okay, and in an unrelated story that's printed in this book, <laughs> there is a bunch of people in the woods post World War or in the jungle post World War Two trying to find. Yes, that is nudity. Nudity. There is nudity. What's There's hilarious <laughs> about this book? Oh, yeah, sorry. Now that I remember, now that I remember what this book is. So one of the one of the uh, covers of this book 
is just a girl with with uh, completely naked, boobs out and everything. Really? Uh, one of the covers is this, yeah. completely in color. And I was like, huh, what kind of book is this? I didn't even look at the title. I just I started flipping through it. I was like, there's no boobs in this. There really, it's not and, a and very like, explicit. Yeah, there's one t- there's one panel of like half boobs uh, and some bush, but the, like the rest of the issue is just a normal issue. And I was like, but why would you have a cover have just oh, yeah. boobs out if there's only a single panel or two where you know you have boobs in the actual cover, you know, comic? Okay, it's looking weird. at that, advertising. Yeah. looking at that makes me think of remember that episode of Seinfeld. Where he has that girlfriend who likes to do things nude. And uh. you, you discover that there's no, there's things you shouldn't do naked. Seeing her where she's also just standing around, like cleaning up a table and chilling on the couch, like talking to other chicks, like, not everything looks great naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out cleaning up a table, chilling on a couch, talking to somebody, and changing a bicycle chain. Oh, yes. <laughs> I forgot it just about, me think that. about that. That was pretty great. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah. But yeah, no, now that I know what that book is, yeah, no, that makes zero sense now. About why yeah. they would have a... I mean, I get why, because, you know, some people would just buy the... Just for the yeah, cover, but got t- it's got boobs. Uh. <laughs> well, stuff from American Mythology, which is the comic publisher of this, mm-hmm. usually has at least one boob page in it. Doesn't I mean, matter what the book is, there's a boob page. Go big or go home. I, I guess. Mean, I, get, I, mean, I get that they went big with the boobs, but, I mean, go big with the content of there the boobs. There wasn't a ton of gore. Yeah. Um, there wasn't a ton of tits. It wasn't, like, it's not an explicit book. Go big with the content of the boobs. Sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, if you're going to lean heavily into it, you lean heavily into it, all right? God. <laughs> But quality of the stories wasn't bad? Quality of the stories wasn't bad. Okay. I mean, they did that thing for Christmas stuff that I don't like where it's, um, oh, what is the name of that stupid um, thing about Santa? <laughs> wow, that's going to narrow it down. The, <laughs> the um, bowl full of jelly? The, um, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Oh. That, like, they play at one of the stories is like, was the night before Epiphany and da, da, da. And then the whole thing, all the words are just in that, in that sort of. Yeah, form yeah, yeah. and that bugs the sh- I don't like that interesting, personally. Mm-hmm. Interesting weird fact. Did you know Twas the Night Before Christmas is regarded as the only poem all American children know that are they're taught like that guarantee every school teaches their kids that poem. Oh, huh. interesting. Not every poem will be taught to kids, but every kid at some point in usually elementary school they hear Twas the Night mm-hmm. Before Christmas, Christmas and most kids can recite it. Weird. Well, the house, not I know as an adult, I sure as shit can't recite the whole thing. Nope. Oh, maybe not the whole thing, but yeah, I won't, knows I won't do it now. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, the stories are good. Okay. Um, the art's pretty good. It is all in black and white, so that bugs you, but it works for the series. Yeah. Um, Listen, if Walking Dead can do it, they can do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Saves on a colorist and, and yeah. you know, printing, printing costs. Put that money towards full boob color covers. I know, right? But no, no, only Bush inside the, <laughs> only Bush inside of the car. Uh, All right. Uh, well, okay. Scary Comet Christmas. Ooh, spooky. Good time. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I'll go next. Uh, I read Silver Surfer, the, uh, what is it? Annihilation. Annihilation Scourge. 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 Silver Surfer one shot. I uh, I read this because I figured, oh, this looks like it's probably going to be the continuation of Silver Surfer Black. And I was right. Uh, <laughs> you open it up, and it's the next panel after he uh, he comes back together. So uh, I did not read Beta Ray Bill, though. Um, Anthony also did not read Beta Ray Bill before he read this <laughs> the first time. <laughs> Having read that and then Beta Ray Bill, though, did spoil the ending of Beta Ray Bill. I'm like, well, I don't care. I know what's going to happen now because yeah. I've read... <laughs> 
<laughs> Silver Surfer, I know what Sentry's doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, so he he comes to and he's like, all right, you know, he's still all like um, like the black. He's still the like, void. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still yeah. you know whatever. Um, and then he's like on the edges of space because he doesn't know if he's like good or bad or whatever. He just knows he's come back together after being completely separate for millennia and billions of years or whatever. Uh, so he's back together and he's like, all right, let me see if I can figure out what this is. And then all of a sudden, like a rift in time opens up directly in front of him. He's like, really? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he has like no time to move, but then he realizes he's intangible. So okay. everything just just goes right through him. And uh, he rescues someone. Uh, he realizes he's basically um, uh, a specter. He, go, he can go inside people and control them. So he goes inside this person and tries to control them to save them. He's successful. Uh, and then he's like, all right, well, that's weird. And then like a bunch more ships come through the rift. And he's like, huh, I should probably go through this, see what the hell's going on. Because uh, when he was inside the, the person he was saving, he kind of relived their memories of what happened. Mm-hmm. So he kind of knows what's going on, but he really doesn't. So he goes through the rift and he's like, ah, damn it. It's the goddamn Cancerverse. <laughs> For me, I don't know the, anything about the Cancerverse. This is the only thing I've read about the Annihilation oh, okay. besides. Oh, it's like a whole thing. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they did a surprisingly good job of explaining, you mm-hmm. know, enough of what I needed to know for a one shot. And so he's just like, all right. And then you have like the Cancerverse of, uh, of Ronin and, and Captain Marvel. And he's just like, all right, I guess I'll just have to deal with this. <laughs> uh, they both try to like swing on him. He's like, I, you can't do anything to me. Uh, you know, just stop. Uh, but then he realizes that if he uses the power cosmic, that can still completely evaporate people. <laughs> oh. So he realizes, oh, well, this is nice. Uh, but then he also realizes that uh, uh, Miss Marvel comes up and blasts him. He's like, oh, I, get, I see your power works on me, too. You just can't punch me, but our powers work on each other. All right, you're also vaporized. <laughs> He's just, like, just murdering cancerverse people left and right. Jeez. Um, and then he takes off because he's like, huh, there's something, you know, I got to get away from here because I got to I gotta find help. And so he goes to take off and then uh, he realizes nobody's following him. He's like, that's weird. I wonder why nobody's following me. That's weird. And then he goes to find someone and he finds Bob, who is the century's person. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, what, what the hell's going on here, mm-hmm. my man? And Bob tells him, he's like, oh, um, this is all Reed Richards' fault. As per usual, uh, Reed Richards told him, hey, go to the negative zone and see if you can free yourself of the void. And um, because the void is his alter ego that just completely destroys anything that that he does good Mm -hmm. for the century. He's his own self. He's his own villain. Yes. Yeah. It's an alter ego that he doesn't realize or he's just not he's not aware of. Um, And so so he goes to the negative zone and he's like absorbing all this radiation and and oh, it got rid of the void. Uh, But. The void is now free. It's it's not a part of him anymore. So the century that you see in all the uh-huh. other books is actually the void yep. which, acting oh. as the century. Which, if you know, um, in the other books, he talks with the black bubbles. So if you know anything about the void, you're like, oh, that's not century. That's that's the void. The void. Oh, okay. Exactly. So so then Silver Surfer's like, well, damn it. Well, I see you're kind of like a half a person because you don't have you know your century. You don't have any of your powers. Uh, I'm a half a person because I'm I'm intangible. I'm not really part of this. So let's merge and become one. And it's the best. <laughs> so they merge, and the very last panel is Silver Sentry. He's got it's long so hair cool. and a cape, and he's got the S like a belt with an S, but it's <laughs> it's all like the metal 
like silver. It's the best. Oh. It's kind of ridiculous. Okay. Oh my god. It is I ridiculous. hope it stays. That's I'm why that. when when Brian was reading it, when there's a thing on the last page, I hope stays permanent. It's pretty <laughs> ridiculous. So. It makes me sad that it's a one shot, but I will read the next one. Well, it's all leading into yeah. a, a six issue miniseries Correct. later on. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I, one thing I forgot to mention: uh, Beta Ray Bill does have the Kansas vs. Doctor Strange in it. Oh, does it? <laughs> Which Beta Ray Bill's like, oh, I know who you are. You're the Cancer versus Doctor Strange. He's like, I have no problem killing you. Yeah. And in case you don't know what the Cancer verse is, Cancer verse is uh, is basically a universe where nothing dies. Like cancer, cancer just mm-hmm. continuously grows, and everything in it, it is host. technically a, a living tumor of a person or a being. Yeah. Oh. So like Captain Marvel has like a third eye and a whole bunch of teeth because their teeth never stop growing and they never their nails oh. stop never stop growing. Everything never stops growing. Yeah, that's terrifying. Uh, same thing with Ronan. Ronan has uh, like a giant mouth on his stomach, and and just completely they're just like almost venomized versions of themselves, but not. And so, yeah, that's what the cancer verse is. It's it sounds, an, it's an overabundance of life. It sounds like a like a body horror universe. It is. It's, it it, is. it's a Cronenberg yeah. universe. Okay. Yes. It's been around for a long time, and it's always been weird. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. so you find out that the void is actually what let the cancer verse free, and is caused and has one that caused all of this. So, interesting, interesting. I like the book. Uh, the art was great. Um, I. I love seeing Silver Surfer again. Uh, so, and, and I like that it really was a, con- a direct continuation of mm-hmm. Silver Surfer Black. So, yeah, good book. Good book. Highly recommended. It's a one shot. Like I said, they do a good enough job explaining what's going on in it that you don't need to know what's, what else everything is going around it mm-hmm. in order to get the book. So, uh, yeah, that's my book. Joe, what about you? What did you read? I read The Dark Knight Returns, The Golden Child. Ooh, the Golden Child. Is that that Eddie Murphy? Um, is he in it? That would probably be better, but no. <laughs> um, I uh, I don't I don't have a lot of nice things to say, so you know, bear with me here. Um, I don't normally. First off, aside from Sin City and Three Hundred, I don't have a lot of things that Frank Miller has written or done that I like. So that being said, early early Daredevil, you like his? I run. do like Daredevil. You're right. His I, Daredevil I like run. early Daredevil. Um, this book starts off with Jonathan Kent, I believe, the Golden Child. Uh, he is sitting there as a child, like a little kid, toddlery, and he's kind of just crisscross applesauce floating in the air while I'm assuming his silhouetted parents from, you know, the Dark Knight universe, essentially, because, you know, they're alive all of a sudden. Uh, those people are talking about him and how he will learn in his own time and he'll figure everything out. And, and you know, take that and extra- extrapolate like at least 100 words from everything I just said. And <laughs> you're seeing it from his perspective where he's thinking in his toddler mind, Holy crap, adults talk too much. All they ever do is talk. All they ever do is talk at one another. And then they talk about how they have to talk to one another, about what they have to talk to one another. But they never actually finish talking because they're still talking about how they have to talk. Take all of what I just said and extrapolate it further and make another, I don't know, 29 pages of that. <laughs> oh, God. Like, literally, you start off with word bubbles around every single panel, and it never stops. And it, a lot of it is from his perspective or his sister's perspective or the back girl daughter's perspective the arts you know why are, not just get frank quietly for the art i don't art. know i i truly don't <clears throat> understand why i don't understand why this book was even made to be honest with if you if you're gonna have an artist ape frank quietly why not just get frank right? quietly and it's not even that good but ultimately it starts off with like here's the here's the first page and like i'm as i'm showing them and oh, it yeah. really is just word bubbles everywhere and it then is. everywhere else it doesn't matter where you stop in the story there are a million word bubbles 
Yeah. Like everywhere on every panel. Frank Miller. It's yep. covering so much, you know, negative space where there isn't art, where there could have been art. Yeah. And so I, I will try to explain what's happened in this book. Basically, it seems like he's growing up and now he's like eight or six. His older sister, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. is basically a Wonder Woman, Superman type person. And the Batgirl, the Batman's daughter has powers as well, apparently. Okay. And the teenage daughter, I guess, his sister, is running around basically saying, humans suck. I don't know why our parents or why anybody has ever told us to protect them. They're awful. They're vermin. They just eat and crap and that's it. And I hate them and I don't want to help them ever. Darkseid is trying to... Jeez. Darkseid creates a fake election where the Joker is basically Donald Trump. And and like he, they're trying to form this election to get everybody to be all up in arms about it, but to vote for the Joker. And the the Golden Child decides, you know what? I'm tired of Darkseid. Let's let's just kill him. I'm tired. He wants to nuke the city anyway. Let's get everybody outside and then nuke them or something. So they look like they kill Darkseid, and they didn't kill him. He comes back and he goes to kill the the, the teenage daughter. And in the process of taking over her mind and cre- making her evil, the Golden Child decides nah bro and in kid speak basically continues to tell him how he sucks and how he's bad at his job he's not good at being a warrior he's just gonna kill him and darkseid's like i can't be killed and he's like yeah you can and they they do it looks like they just kill him like this is one of those like almost pitch meeting levy level barely an inconvenience moments in time <laughs> like it really i i it's just not very good. Yeah, it looks like because I'm looking at the last couple of pages because I didn't I didn't read this. I was going to, but then after you told me how many words, you know, you flipped to a page and I saw how many words there were. Um, I was like, you know, I'll, I'll let you just tell me what's up. Uh, now that I'm flipping out the last couple of pages, it looks like they just basically depower him, so that somebody like a protester throws a rock at him and he starts bleeding. No, and no, that's uh, that's the child inside his brain popping a piece of his his side of his face out of him. I know it looks like a rock is being thrown. Oh, I see. But yeah, that yeah, yeah, isn't right. what's happening. I had to reread that page because I was like, did somebody just throw a rock? Nope. That's, it looks like that's what it is. The, it uh, does, doesn't it? When you're reading. Because this is coming there and then right, it bounces when, up. When yeah. you read all of this, though, he's inside his brain pushing his brain outside of his that's head. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Huh. It's freaking weird, man. I, I, You know what? And I may have just completely missed the point entirely and don't get this book. It's very possible. It mm-hmm. just wasn't. I didn't like it very much. I'm sorry. I, I the DC Black Label stuff really is hit or hit or miss. I don't like any, any of the Dark Knight sequels. I don't. And you know what's sad? I actually like Master Race was whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was alright. I actually like Raphael Grandpa's art normally, um, uh, and this is very kind of miss for me. For but the that's most part. not his regular art. I actually yeah. don't mind him as an artist either. Yeah. I feel like he's trying to pull off a of Frank quietly. Yeah, the the, yeah. the Batgirl daughter is the only thing in this whole book that actually looks kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, I was about to say, she looks awesome. She's the only thing I like. Everything else is so quietly stylized that it doesn't really, it just doesn't play well for me. But it's, they all have those giant foreheads that quietly draw. And, and Grandpa doesn't usually do that. It's usually more refined. I wonder mm-hmm. if maybe it was like, hey, you got a short time frame. It might be. Yeah. So what you're saying is he needs to be louder, not quietly. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. So I, maybe people who like the Dark Knight Returns series, who like all of them, will probably mm-hmm. love this. I don't know. This is one of those weird black label books that just didn't hit it for me. And I don't even understand. I think it's a one shot, the impression I'm under. It, oh, it's uh, not a one shot. It says mm-hmm. end at the end. It's not a one shot. There's more. Okay. Okay. Well, then uh, maybe it gets better. I, I hope it does, but... I, I got nothing, man. I, I was not very excited about this book. I was not pleased. No, the next one's called uh, Dark Knight Return. It's something else. It's another subtitle, but they're all like. 
Uh, maybe there's one for each kid. Maybe. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. What if it, it is, if yeah. it's if it's not because that has a one on the back of it, but essentially it's still it only has a one shot. Yeah, it says the end. Label, the end. And it says the end. Yeah. Most I'm assuming. You know, what would be interesting if this is the same whatever like you know period of time from each one of those people's point of view. So maybe that's why it kind of disjointed and doesn't make a whole heck of a lot of sense. Yeah, maybe. It's weird. Uh, yeah, it's real weird. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for our individual books. Uh, now we have our book of the week. And this week's book of the week is The Red Mother from Boom Studios. Jen? <laughs> eh. Eh. I agree. It, it is a start. It yes. is a start to a story. And it just never gets anywhere. It doesn't. Like I mean, the, it, all right. Admittedly, you could say that the last page is them starting to get somewhere. Is it? it that's literally See, the most impressive part of the whole book. It, it really is. It's the because, um, like, if you had shown me that figure at any point beforehand, it would have meant more to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. So it, the story goes that this uh, woman and her boyfriend are planning a trip to Norway, and they're headed home through New York. And they're cutting through a park, and her boyfriend gets taken, taken or goes or squished. squished. All right, so they yeah. like he sees something, and he says something. I think yeah, he, he goes calls it mother. mother. He calls it mother, mm-hmm. and then he gets dragged into the darkness. Yeah, and then she gets hit in the eye. All right, I I think it looks like something goes comes past her and swipes her in the eye. Something like, hit, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like like claws at it. We don't see yeah. it, see it or whatever, but yes. she loses the eye. That's yeah. the important. She part. loses her right eye. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know it's her going through the healing process of having lost an eye and like talking to her friends and going to a therapist. And oh, by the way, sometimes when she gets stressed, she can see through both eyes even though she doesn't have an eye there, and it's all red. Although. And, I'm no expert on missing eye, fake eye replacement, but I feel like she's missing an eye, goes through rehab for it, gets a fake eye replacement. Happened awfully quick when her friend's like, I just got back from Norway. Did you? It it did say like it was like, it it made it seem like it was about (coughs) six weeks later, I think is what it said. Yeah, that's just, I feel like that's so quickly. um, And yeah, I think that's, personally, I think that's a little too quick for the, uh, for eye healing. But I, I mean, wouldn't have wanted to see anymore. This so. is a comic book universe. In this <laughs> universe, it heals I, quick. I feel like one of the problems with this is any. So throughout the course of the book, you'll have little moments where a panel or two will be in red, and you're it's supposed to signify that she's looking at both through both eyes. Then, mm-hmm. like one eye, you know, like like bath to having depth perception. Mm-hmm. But they don't show that in the book, aside from it being red. And maybe that was their way of saying there's depth there. Yeah. But it's it's just not very like they there. I wish there was a everything was blurry until this moment or, or, or every one of those things was blurry so you could see the weird death figure in the end is somewhere in it. Mm-hmm. You know, like just something, anything. It just wasn't, there was just, I don't know. Yeah, and I, I would have liked to have On seen like like when it does show the red, I would have liked to for it to be almost like stereoscopic where the left yeah. panel is still normal color but the yes. right panel is the one that's in red. Right. So it signifies maybe it's just her right eye that's seeing red. Mm-hmm. For me, I would have liked it if, when she saw her both eyes if it was almost double exposure, where one eye, where she was seeing maybe what the missing eye was seeing and almost saw a double exposure of two different scenes on top of each other or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they only do it. And the thing is, is, they only do it once. They do it once and then they follow it up exactly with her and her therapist explaining that it happened. Yeah. And, and then so it happened later than, on after or that. Rather than yeah. showing, showing us what happened, they told us. 
Yes. And it doesn't work as well. I will say this. Kudos to this book. Most realistic actual therapist I've ever seen. Their therapist like, okay, let's circle back around to that. I'm not going to tell you you're crazy. In comic books, therapists are always a little too judgmental. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and this one's like, it actually seemed like a real therapist. She's like, uh, go to the doctor. You never know. Yeah, that, that mean, could probably could be, be like something a brain wrong. thing you don't know. Yeah, you're, you're seeing red because you might be bleeding internally. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> you know? Most you know? realistic therapist I've seen in the comic. Yes. So, um, yeah. And then like immediately after that is when everything she, goes yeah. to hell. She's walking home. She gets a headache, sees everything in red, and we see a figure coming towards her and it looks like a skeleton face dude and we, it's not even close enough oh well actually I'm sorry it does come close and she starts screaming and then yeah. we're at the end of the issue the one thing I didn't like about how the skeleton or whatever the thing is was coming up towards her is that nobody was really the same from panel to panel it made it seem like a really long time was going in between yeah but the exception of the very last two panels on that where they actually did have people who were behind them uh, everything else is just like it's really far away and then there nobody from the one panel is in the next panel even yeah. in the background and then the same exact thing for the next one it's like where where are all these how how much time is going by in between all of this <laughs> no it's very fair yeah Meh. It, the book was okay I, I wish it didn't more us, would have just happened see it didn't also give us did, enough to hold on to yeah yeah and boy did issue. they save a lot on lettering oh yeah because <laughs> there's like no dialogue in this book no yeah what what uh what Dark Knight was is what this wasn't. Yeah. They actually did at least show a lot of it. Um, I do wish they spent a lot of time in the hospital. They didn't have to. They didn't have to. Um, I did at least appreciate the uh, the therapist because mm-hmm. that was, like you said, at least she had some real dialogue and actually uh, kind of moved it along a little bit and what's going on. But even then, that could have probably been shortened by page. Mm-hmm. The doctor was, I think, fine yeah. with the whole fake eye. I got a whole like Nomen Omen vibe from this oh, yeah. while reading yeah. it, but there was no information. Whereas Nomen Omen gave us way too too weird, dis- disjointed mm-hmm. information. This didn't give any information yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. It, it's it okay. wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Okay. It just wasn't enough. Yeah. It wasn't enough words. It wasn't enough information. It yeah. just it, it, it wasn't enough to hook me. Exactly, yeah. and it wasn't. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was. It was just. It was a so-so. It's just. It needed more. Yeah, and I like your cover more than my cover because your cover actually tells me something. Oh, it, yeah. Mine's the girl without her eye. And, that I, was, yeah. and her like face, yeah. her, her face is like chipping away like a doll. Mm-hmm. They hurt yours is a woman in red who I'm assuming is maybe the red mother. Maybe not though. But well, maybe not. It's actually just her. Yeah, oh. just her face. Yeah, you can't see. Maybe she's the red mother. Today. Maybe it's time travel. I don't know because mm-hmm. they haven't told me anything. But here's yep. the thing. <laughs> At three ninety nine a book, I don't have time nowadays for so-so. Yeah. It's mediocre. Yeah. I, if something, if anything had happened in that book that would have hooked me, I'd rather you be bad than be mediocre. Same. Yeah, you, you, this would have been probably if 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 something's going to happen within the first six issues, but it's not going to be the first issue. Uh, just do it as like an OGN or something. Yeah. Just give me something where it's a part one that gives me a lot of story. Because this, by the time that the next one comes out, I probably won't remember most of this. Nope. This issue. And there's nothing to remember, so it I won't mean, matter. Exactly. It, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I'll guarantee the next issue recaps a lot of the first issue. Yeah, you're right. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that'll do it for our book of the week. That'll the do. Red Mother by Boom Studios. Uh, writer was Jeremy Hahn. Uh, and the artist was Jeremy Luckert. So, all right, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, and then now it brings us to our Marvel Minutes, where we record or 
We review, I should say, not record. <laughs> well, we're, we're recording the review. Yeah, we're recording the review. Fair enough. Uh, we're reviewing the X-Men books that came out this week. Uh, this week, we had three X-Men books, which were Fallen Angels, X-Force, and the New Mutants, all number threes. Um, so what we'll be doing is we'll probably spend six minutes doing this, two minutes each, roughly, and uh, we'll try to get through them. Spoilers begin now. All right, so uh, come back to us in six minutes, starting now. So let's start with, uh, what, New Mutants? I think that was the first one we were supposed to read. Um, It was okay. I mean... I enjoyed it. I liked it. I think I'm wondering if that's how this book's going to be, where it's going to be talking about the various other iterations of New Mutants, because that's one of the team lineups. Correct, yeah. Um, Yeah, it had, what, Armor, Glob, um, and then the, the two, the brother and sister kids... Yeah, uh, man on and man, which aren't really part of New Mutants. Yeah, uh, and then it went to Bu- uh, Beak and uh, Angel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say I am dumb. <laughs> Even though she's on the cover with that haircut, it took me half the book. I'm like, oh shit, that's Armor. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. last time I saw Armor, she had her long hair still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until Boom Boom's like, hey Armor, <laughs> which yeah. I almost feel like they wrote just in case. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh right. shit, that is Armor. <laughs> Even though she has the short hair on the cover. Yeah, uh, this one I, I was. Initially lost because I was like, "Why are we here? Yeah, it was why a are weird we not? Cut. In, yeah, why are we not over here?" But then, like, they explain it as yeah. you read along. It's yeah, like, okay, I get it now. But it's still just a weird jump. Yeah, I'm wondering <laughs> if this book is going to cut between various iterations of the New Mutants team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since they themselves were New Mutants as well, much later on. I, I don't know. I kind of appreciate it. We've got a lot of people who are doing a lot of things off of Krakoa. I mean, to be fair, they promptly leave Krakoa, but so like, you kind of give it a bit of more of a background of what life is like yeah for mutants uh, I don't, oh i don't know <laughs> they uh they showed um one of the habitats mm-hmm. and so the one schools. of them yeah for the schools omega house is actually redacted, redacted. yep so which i thought was interesting it's very interesting i wonder who lives there because the, the other ones are new mutants uh gene gray school the new x-men generation x so mm-hmm. it's interesting i wonder where that is and it's, since it is the omega house maybe maybe that's where um uh, like maybe they're saving a room for uh, what's his face from the Fantastic Four for uh, for, uh, for Franklin Franklin, Franklin. Yeah. yeah I did not love the way the book portrayed Boom Boom yeah but otherwise I, I liked it yeah it was fine yeah so it was, uh, it was fine yeah it was fine I'm uh, interested in how everyone can now disable mutant powers oh I know like everybody just, has I mean not I mean that's not now before, they've always kind of okay, had power dampeners they, okay it just now feels like just every book everybody's is using. using it because that's the only weapons that they know is going to work yeah okay. power dampeners have existed in X-Men for forever yeah. uh, so speaking of power dampening uh, let's go to uh, X-Force <laughs> uh, which is all about power dampening and again it kind of was uh, it, it did le- at least leave off where we- it left off last yeah. issue, which mm-hmm. was nice. With them rescuing Domino, poor fucking Domino. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! Oh my god, yeah, her entire half of her body. I is did love Wolverine. Free. Hey, I'm assuming this whole "don't kill men" doesn't apply to science projects. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I did like there was an Attack on Titan in the middle of yes. it. Yes, <laughs> so I liked the book. I I. I was a little confused by the page you just flipped on. So did oh, the yeah. bodies explode and kill a bunch of people that we just didn't see? Yes. Yeah. I believe that's what's supposed to Which happen. Which I guess maybe is what happened to Black Tom's face. Yes, I assume so, because they show Healer, and then the very next page, they tell you exactly. that the Healer is dead. That was weird. And I was like, oh, you didn't show that? Yeah, yeah. I, I wish that would have been shown. Agreed. I like that we now have the team formed. I like that it was Professor Xavier brought back. He's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. We need a weapons. We need a, a, a Black Ops team now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tried it. And, we tried uh, to not have. This. I tried it the cool way. Yep. 
Y'all aren't going to let it work. Yep. And that's how it's going to be. So, uh, no, Professor X in the house. I like that we hear a little bit about the sword, the Cerebro sword. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, he has it hanging up in his room now. Yep. Um, I did like... I wonder who the peacock guy is. He's got to be somebody. He's, he has to be somebody. I'm thinking he's Stryker or Bastion or someone. He's got to be someone familiar with the X-Men. Yes, um, absolutely. I mean, he could even be a mutant himself. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, it's, it's interesting. Uh, he has a very cool look. I like the way that the mask is and everything and the, like, the whole peacock sleeve. It kind of reminds me of like what I think the Court of Owls was supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to be a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but no, like I, they I never fully lived up to their thing and stuff. Oh, and I do love that scene where Quentin like sort of fixes Domino, but oh, kind of yeah. not. Kind of not, yeah. Like, this is the best I can do, girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I did like the one line where uh, Wolverine's like, I think our luck's about to change. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. It was pretty great. It was a fun uh, book. Fun it book. was a fun book. So we'll spend the last half, a uh, minute and a half, talking about Fallen Angels. Fuck that book. Which also, like, kind of leaves off or starts up where it didn't leave off. It was weird. Now we're talking about Apoth, so I guess Overclock is a part of Apoth. Yeah. Um, I have a real big problem with that whole shit where, like, Quinon's telling X-23, she's like, here's how you gotta be a warrior. Here's how you gotta fight in battle. Never take your eyes off this. I'm like, uh, bitch, you need to pause. And it, Laura and was fucking Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. And then also, like, they showed... That Cable's there, but they don't actually show Cable disappear. Yeah, so I guess maybe Cable's dead or not dead or something. And it looks like he got like teleported somewhere, but they literally don't show you. They show you that he jumps away, uh, not to look at him anymore, and then the book follows suit and doesn't look at him anymore. But then it so goes to him where to him he's hanging. talking to someone else, hanging. Yeah. And then the thing at the end is there in silhouettes. Like, but where did this happen? Also, this silhouette looks like a vagina. It does. It looks it like does. Jen's mom painted it. <laughs> but it was weird and then you know you find out what he actually looks like at the very last panel but it's like why would you why would you have this vagina on the page yeah it was so disjointed like and like, exactly like cable gets slapped out of the air but then i guess so i guess he's gone yeah it was weird it, it was, was weird. whatever i don't like that book i'm yeah. so glad it's only six issues agreed agreed so, so you're halfway there we're halfway there it's a really cool person whoever's on the last page like i said it's okay. a cool design at least so, yeah. Skeleton was, man in a wah, black cloak yeah. with tons of weapons. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with that. So, all right, guys. That was your Marvel Minutes. That was six minutes, and Jen, it was X-Men. Indeed, Jen's mom does paint vaginas, yeah. Not, God. Sorry, not, space <laughs> vaginas. No. All right, look. What's what's the next? News? news <laughs> yes, news, the news, next news, thing news, is news. news. Oh, wait. No. Wow, get the vagina off your mind. Uh Mind vagina, God. M -m -m Mind vagina. Do -do 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 -do. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about uh, uh, some Star Wars stuff that Abrams was talking about, right, Anthony? Da -da -na -na -na. Oh wait, yeah. yeah. One. <laughs> so Anthony, you had some stuff that J.J. Uh, Abrams was talking about with Star Wars. Yeah, he basically admitted that he's real worried. Not, not real worried, but he's. He doesn't know how to write endings. Stick an ending. He's, he said that his biggest <laughs> problem somewhere. in his career is he doesn't know how to end things. He doesn't know how to write proper endings. So he looks at this movie as his greatest challenge. And I'm like, awesome. <laughs> That's what you want to hear going into a really contentious movie. Yep. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh. oh, man. It's, it's, it's rough. I He does say in that he, goes, he thinks he has the benefit of it's not just his ending because this is supposed to be the ending of all 
nine movies. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm using stuff Jesus. from all nine of them. I'm like, that doesn't make me happier. <laughs> that makes me more scared. I have so many questions about that. I, I understand that people are like, it's the end of the Skywalker saga. It's the end of the saga. It's called Rise. Though. Yeah, I know. This is not an ending title. This is not a return. This is not, you know, like Empire Strikes. It's n- None of these things that the, this title is Rise. This does not lead me to think there will not be any further movies that have to do with this part of the universe. Okay, so this movie, go with me here, <laughs> is going to be following the kid on Canto Black. I'm totally cool with that. It's still part of this. Kids seem chill. Well, there is the rumor and parts of a leaked script, which may or may not be true, mm-hmm. that Skywalker after this will now just be a moniker. Yeah. You instead of becoming a Jedi, you become a Skywalker. Which was the original name of Jedi yes, for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. that is what people are thinking: Rise of Skywalker. That it's the event. It's the end of the Skywalker family saga. Mm-hmm. Therefore, films now can have use Skywalker as the moniker of you become a Jedi. Which I'm not going to lie to you. And this is probably just years of conditioning because I've grown up with Star Wars. Skywalker mm-hmm. sounds way lamer than Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just going to be shortened. <clears throat> it's, it's just gonna you're be, an SW. Yeah. <laughs> but uh it's a walker yeah it's a walker oh no oh. <laughs> so uh and i don't know what they're talking about felicity had a great ending it really didn't it really didn't um uh, and then also jj was also kind of um teased that ahsoka might be in it such bullshit he's not doing it i don't trust him well the way he said it the was way he said it though. closely which means it's probably a shitty cameo in the background exactly because he was Doesn't he was doing an interview with somebody and the guy was like oh who's your favorite character and jj abrams was like well han solo that's my favorite character and he goes oh, okay so then jj abrams asked him you know what's your favorite character and they said oh well mine's ahsoka he's like oh that's interesting <laughs> he's like really you should um you know really that's awesome you should uh you should pay close attention to this next movie then. <gasps> which means it's a background shitty cameo which i don't count i don't yeah. even know if it's I, a cameo they're probably just gonna say something that has to do with the like you know rebels general, general. tono yeah. is still out there <laughs> right yeah, exactly something like that yeah freely you know, give to freeze frame like a major battle like, the only mm-hmm. way i will co-sign a cameo is if in whatever the new series is after this, it focuses heavily on her. Or not heavily, but she's mm-hmm. a part of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because at this point, she's out there not helping. She's kind of an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what the, the connotation is. Yeah, The yeah, connotation yeah. is that since she got saved by Ezra, uh-huh. pulled out of time, and... Yeah, that's what happens at the end of Rebels. Oh. It's, it's, it's oh. actually not as dumb as it sounds. Yeah. Um, okay. Ezra's able to go into the time stream using the Force mm-hmm. and kind of see how the Force connects it. And right before Ahsoka's about to be killed by Darth Vader, he yanks her the fuck out. He's like, nope, we need you. Maybe she just gets frozen in carbonite by the Mando, and it's okay. No. First of all, no offense to the Mando. She <laughs> would fuck his day I up. Yeah. I know. He can't do that. She would fuck his day up. Oh, and then, and then she, she would keep the, the child. And then she'd keep that baby, and she'd fucking... <laughs> But so that the connotation is you, you rescue her and she's out there doing fuck all. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, like you can't use the same excuse you'd use for Mando. Like, oh, Mando's not a part of this stuff. He yeah, would yeah. be on the outskirts. He's not. No. The bitch was like helping form the rebellion in Rebels. Yeah. She was fucking fulcrum for Christ's sake. Uh, and then also a new scene was shown on uh, during a Fortnite event. <laughs> yeah. Um, which was kind of funny because half of that scene was already shown in one of the TV spots. Oh, great. So it was her saying, uh, like, they show up and, like, they, they fight their way through some stormtroopers. And then they, like, a bunch of stormtroopers corner them. 
and Ray's just like, oh, um, you know, basically these are not the people you're looking for. You, you know, move along. They're like, oh, yeah, let's let's move along. And like that, that's that ending of it was already on a TV spot. Right? You, would, <laughs> you would think, OK, you're the first order. You've got access to a Sith. Hey, you need to install some kind of mental shielding on all of our soldiers. But you know what? They probably don't want to do that because then that would shield them from from uh, from them as well. And you know, stormtroopers are dumb. True, they can't they can't trust them. <laughs> That's true. Well, it's dumb. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, that w- that will do it for our Star Wars a little bit uh, for that. Um, and then uh, coming up, I, the Watchmen finale is going to be coming on. So uh, actually, it would have been already been shared by the time this comes out. But I'm looking forward to it. It's pretty awesome. The series so far has been really good. Can't wait. I caught up on it. Hoping for some more big dick. <laughs> some 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 big dick action. Some, some BDA. I need some more BDA. I got some of it. <laughs> uh, and the so, actor was like, it wasn't my dick. Dude, don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, season two, they've been a little cagey on confirming. Yeah. They, a bunch of interviewers have been asking. They're like, oh, hey, uh, so what yep. about season two? And like most of like the creative heads are just like, oh, I don't know about that because, you know, they're trying to keep it under their, their hat because they haven't been personally signed on for it. Yeah. So, so what are they going to hype something up for that they haven't been signed on for? And then uh, I think one of the directors they asked and he, he did the best answer was just like, oh, that's way above my pay grade. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a good down the middle answer. Nice. The, without spoiling anything, the show is fucking it, it's a rough start. It's a slow start. It's a slow start. But now start. I get why. Now that we're yeah. towards the end of it, like the most recent episode was the best way I've ever seen a movie or TV show show simultaneous timelines. Agreed. It was very well done. That that is, which is funny because Alan still made Moore sense. and it still made sense. Alan Moore once said you could never do Watchmen because of that simultaneous timeline nature of Doctor Manhattan. Mm-hmm. They did it, and it all made sense. It did, and it, it did. was and it showed perfect. it the the most the the best way possible. Mm-hmm. So uh, so yeah, the Watchmen finale. I will. Talk about it with us on, in the store. We'll, yes. we'll, we'll, we will have seen it. And then we'll talk about it next week. That's right. Uh, and then uh, let's see here. You know, let's just do the, the last bit of news. Uh, unfortunate news, which is the Sonic studio that fixed Sonic uh, closed down. They have been shuttered, unfortunately. <laughs> they have been the shuttered, uh, which womp womp. But it's also like so it, common. It's so common, which is sad because like. So many of these studios are are bidding against one another, and they're just going for like the lowest, you know, the the lowest possible that they could take, and then they're just shuddering after that. And it happens all the time. Yeah, they spend so of much of their money doing the project, and they don't bid enough to make that money back. And then they close down, and then those people break off. They form their own studio that does the exact same thing. Yep. They do three or four big projects, and they close down. Then those people break off, join other people, and it's just like this cycle. Yeah. It's sad, because didn't they win an Oscar? Mm, yeah, I think they either won or they were nominated. One of the two. Yeah. 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 Man. Oh, yeah. They it's, worked on Lion King. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, the, and the turnaround time that they did on the Sonic movie. Is with the way that And the way that it looks... They did a, a pretty damn good job. Because, again, it wasn't just redesigning Sonic. It was, well, you, he changed shape and height. You had yep. to re-sync everybody's hand motions, eye lines, everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a, it's a little sad. So, sad news uh, to end with, but, you know, it is what it is. So, uh, so yeah, that'll do it for our news segment. So, you know, we saw Knives Out. Last week. Well, like Knives In. 
<laughs> I just wanted to say it. You, d- you did want to say that. Uh, we actually saw it immediately after we recorded last week's episode. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the movie was surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, it was much less about who done it and much more about the journey. Or why done it. Or why done it. It's more of a yeah, why done it. It was why done it. Exactly. And I, I, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I love the, I can't remember her name now, the main actress though. I liked her. Oh, in, yeah. She was the only thing I liked in the new Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. And I liked her in this. I was like, I'd like to see her in more things. Yes. Yeah. I think she was even, I think she was nominated for a Golden Globe. Mm-hmm. So, um, which was well-deserved. Uh, Daniel Craig did a, a great job. Well, I mean, him and her, Daniel Craig and her carried oh, yeah. that movie. That was the two of them carrying that as far as like the big scenes. Mm-hmm. I'm a hater on that accent. On a Darmus. Oh, yeah. I'm a hater. Yeah. What was what was it? Uh, Anna Darmus. Yes. Yeah. Anna Darmus. Yeah. Uh it sounded like it was almost one man, one, like Aquafina. Like it was like, <laughs> I'm You know what the movie confirmed for me, though? What's that? Chris Evans is just goddamn beautiful. He's very pretty. Like, there are scenes where he just, his jaw is perfect and his eyes are perfect and his nude body is perfect. I mean, he's not nude in the movie. He's not. But he was for me. Yeah. Uh, Jen had a nice personal connection that she discovered uh, about halfway through the movie. She's in it. No, yeah. no. It, it's it's shot in Maine. It's a it's set in Massachusetts where I grew up, and it's shot in Maynard, which is practically the town I grew up in. It, it, yeah, if she was so. watching it, and she was sitting next to like two seats away from yeah. me, but I could hear her, and she's like, "Oh, oh." Oh, I know what that is. I, I know that's CDS. <laughs> well, yeah, because we there's um in Maynard there's this old millworks that was turned into uh, offices, and so I was like, that looks super familiar. That looks exactly like the street where I used to get pizza. And then it was like, and then they the freaking there's a movie theater there with its own fancy little sign, and you could see in the reflection. I was like, holy shit, that's Maynard. I was like, guys, that's where I grew up. And then it like went down. Oh. No. And then great. it showed the CVS. I was like, and that's the CVS. Now you know how I feel whenever I watch striptease. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's like, I used to work in that club. I'm like, striptease, that is the Palmetto. And I know exactly where the beaver trap is because it's actually called the booby trap. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, that, that, that was that, that actually kind of almost made the movie for me because Jen was so like genuine in her happiness for Holy knowing shit. something. <laughs> Look, I knew it. I recognized it. It was pretty it was cute. great. It was pretty great. <laughs> I know. I just, I used to walk there to go see movies. It's just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was, yeah, uh, the movie was fun. Yeah, the movie was fun. It was. It had a, had a, a pretty fun premise. It yes. had some. Uh, some pretty hysterical things happen, uh, <laughs> and yeah, uh, movie's great. great. You should watch it. Yeah, everybody, yeah. everybody, in the everybody did, did a great, great job. I, yeah. I will say, what's that? Not that I care one way or the other. Uh-huh. It just came out of nowhere. The the weird suddenly politics entered it oh, yeah. in the middle for no reason <laughs> and had no ramifications. I didn't understand that. Uh, the, yeah, the odd, racist, horrible politics. Yeah, the only thing I, I would have preferred well, if that you could do that, do it throughout the movie. I think it was purely I, so that they could point out they don't know where she's from, and they don't don't even only one of them actually knows that her mother isn't dead. Which I will yeah. say, I did love how every one of them pecked her from, from a different country. Yes, yeah, it was I liked great. how some of them said a different country every time. They yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, uh, and I, I think that was a great like you know because they they keep talking about her like she's family, but and she's then not. They bring she's her, a servant. She's to not. Them. She's a She's the help. Well, yeah, because that's because that's what it was. I think the reason why they showed that 
is because uh, earlier on in the film, they all said, oh, yeah, she's family. And they all went to that scene because yeah. they were bringing they, it looked like mm-hmm. they were welcoming her into yeah. the, uh, you know, into the thing. It's all yeah. very done in slow mo. They're all smiling. Mm-hmm. And then they showed that later where it's like, oh, no, come in because we're trying to resolve an argument. And you're from a different country. And you're from a different country. You should come uh, in here. Yeah, yeah, you should uh, yeah. you should resolve this argument for us. Yeah, yeah I got it. Was you know. It just it came out of nowhere. And I would have preferred them yeah, maybe yeah. see that a little bit just because that just seemed like it was like, oh, and I'm going to get this message, which it's a message I agree with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I understand. I would prefer to be a little more subtle. I, yeah. But it looked, I will say it looked like every actor had a blast doing it. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, so, yeah. Knives Out. Go see it if you haven't seen it. It's, it is phenomenal. It's a really good movie. Uh, which is shocking because it's Rian Johnson. But as long as he's not doing Star Wars, <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, hey, I like Super. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. As long as he's not doing Star Wars, I think he's He doesn't fine. get Star Wars. He doesn't get Star Wars. Uh, and then uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about The Mandalorian and Rick and Morty. We took it okay. off from last week. We didn't talk about it. Uh, Mandalorian's still chugging along. Dude, this week's episode. Oh, my God. Maybe maybe my favorite episode. This week and last week's episodes were good, but this week's episode, like, like just... Blew it out of the water. Finally, Bill Burr. <laughs> I mean, like, you couldn't even do anything to him, though. Like, it wasn't, like, as jarring as seeing, like, you know, Ed Sheeran in, in Game of Thrones. But it's still one of those, like, all right. <laughs> it's Bill so Burr. It's Bill Burr. All right. I got you. At least Amy Sedaris had, like, that fro and no eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they did something to her. They gave her, like, a forehead and whatnot. This was just like, hey. What are you going to do to Bill Burr? Make him more ginger? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I did like how, like, everybody else that was also a part of that crew was somebody. someone yeah was someone um, you had tonks in there you had uh clancy brown yep the dude from it crowd yeah <laughs> uh you had uh the original voice of anakin which was awesome which was awesome he's the officer they kill yeah no he's, way. he's yeah, the voice he's, of anakin from clone wars yeah and, and he's also in timeless he's uh He's the uh, the main the main white guy in, oh. <laughs> in Timeless. You had the three directors oh, okay. as yeah. the X-wing Wyatt? pilots. Yeah, Wyatt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had the three directors as the X-wing pilots. Yep. Yeah. It was it was almost too much for how many like hey look here's all these people that are just doing these yeah. one things you know it's pretty but I, I did like it though it was, I, it was I loved Baby Yoda at the end when he's looking at his hands I felt like every kid like when you're in your room trying to float shit and then when something falls over you're like was that was me? that me. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't figure it out. What, but Aaron came downstairs and she goes, "Hey, you seen the new Mandalorian?" I was like, "Yes, I have. It was great." She goes, and she also thought she, she thinks that's her favorite episode out of all of them. So where I'm like, I'm not there. I really loved the first three so much that I, I don't have a favorite at this moment. Yeah. However, she goes. She said it perfectly because I couldn't figure out what I why I couldn't put my finger on what it was that I loved about. It. She goes, "This was so Farscape," and I immediately thought of you. And I was like, "It was so much like Farscape." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god the whole time i was like this is just reminding me of something totally different and i don't know why but it's goofier and like what it, I, I just didn't it's it was it, as soon as she said it it immediately was like y- you're right they were stuck on moira there's yep. all these different things that's exactly what it was it was very sparscape mm-hmm. i think what i appreciated so much about it is it gave us and we he you know we talk about they talk about the mandalorian in universe about how great he is how he's the best at his job and while yes he's always been very capable We've seen him at his worst. We've seen him lose oh, to that just, monster. Oh, we see God. him lose to his guilt. We see him like even in the in the last episode. It's like yeah. yes, he makes it out alive, but he's kind of got 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 no money. Yeah. Whereas this one, <laughs> like he was in control. He yes. is in his element, and we saw it a little bit in the last episode when he's hunting down the assassin. Mm-hmm. But you know, it 
never we never get to see it like when he gets off that ship and he actually succeeds yeah. and he gets his pay and then he still like fucks over that the people which was all great. those people which is great yeah and he gets away it was kind of like okay I I I get it mm-hmm. like it's not that like I haven't known that he's like but you now know, we powerful saw it. Them, but like but when he fucks it. up all those droids with the vibro blade and shit you oh know, yeah you're like it, that is one of the things I I wasn't. I wasn't keen on because they did the the stupid trope where it's like when they first encounter them, they're kind of invincible, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they are nothing. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's taking them out. No problems. Mm-hmm. And it's like, eh, I don't like that because they showed like all five or yeah, all four of them or five of them, whatever, were shooting them and nothing was happening to those. Then Bill Burr takes out three. And then, yeah, Bill Burr takes out three like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but you couldn't do that before. Like I, that was That's the thing true. I didn't like. That's it's fair. one of those types of things. It's I just wasn't like, a eh. huge fan that he let them all live. Uh, Which I get, like story wise, I get. I, and, like, but I, I, I like it just because that means they're gonna come back. Yeah, See, and like, actually, and I get that. I took it a totally right. He didn't let them all live. Don't. He left them to die. That's the thing. We don't know because there's no other humans on that ship. Right. And there's no beacon now. There's so no beacon. Nothing's going to ever come for them. And those droids don't know they're there because they're not supposed to be there. Okay. All right, well, then never mind. I take it back. So there's a chance. I not think only he are... left them to starve to death in a freaking, <laughs> like, I, that's what that was to me. Uh-huh. So when we watched it, Carlos and I were watching it, and when they panned past, past the prisoners, there was the one guy who was bald, and both him and I were like, is that Imhotep? Uh-huh. We had to rewind, like, is this motherfucker looking for a Nox in the moon in space? <laughs> <laughs> Going to the other episode, though, I do uh-huh. not think Ming-Na Wen's character is dead. Fennec no. is not dead. No, no. The way dead. that happened. Mm-mm. Yeah. She's, she's not, not dead. dead. No, she's not dead. I agree. When that, he shot her, I'm like, no, you said you were supposed to be in other ones. Which Carl's like, but she also could have been lying because that's kind of mm-hmm. misinformation. Yeah. But then when like the guy walks up oh, there's no or way. whoever walked up, I'm like, yeah, she's fine. No way. She's fine. I'm wondering, this is a weird bit of Star Wars thing. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if in, in, in old expanded universe, I don't know how much it counts now. There was a type of droid of which there was only three or four in the universe that actually looked and thought they were human. Okay. Oh. I'm wondering if she could be one of those, maybe. Maybe. Which would explain why she's such a good assassin. Okay. You know, or maybe a woman's just really awesome. Or Anthony. she's cloned. <laughs> or, or he hit her, not a kill shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's wasn't that good. Because he sucked at his job to begin with anyway. Oh, Because yeah. it was his first job. Oh. But yeah, both episodes I enjoyed. Yes. Yeah, they were good. Absolutely. They were good. I want that Twilight to come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then uh, let's talk a little bit about Rick and Morty, uh, the, uh, basically the D&D episode. Much better than the heist episode. It was what, the Claw and Order? Claw and Order, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it, w- it was good. I liked it better than I the previous one. I think Jen didn't watch one. it. No, I think I watched it. I just don't remember. The, it was, dragon? the Dragon? Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it was, it was <laughs> okay. It was, I'm still not a huge fan of the last two episodes. Yeah. I get why they were in there, um, but I did really enjoy the cat. I think that was the only thing I actually enjoyed about yeah. like, yes. I genuinely enjoyed about the episode. I said to you, I think the problem with the last two episodes, they didn't involve any of the other family members enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like Summer wasn't there or Beth. Like Rick and Morty, season one was whatever, but after season one, it's been shown they're at their best when there's either a B plot with the whole family or the family's involved somehow in the misadventure. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. Jerry. Yeah, it was just Jerry. The, the problem, I think, with this entire season has <clears throat> been, aside from Summer walking at the end of the first episode, yeah. <laughs> like there's really nothing going on with the family and only getting Jerry out of the family is completely mm-hmm. dull after a while. It's like, oh, great, the stupid guy. You know, mm-hmm. after yeah. a while, it just gets old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the weird sex thing was so out of, like, what? 
I, I got the the humor out of it. Yes. I got the reason yes. why it was funny. You know, the whole oh great, you know, you, you had a three way with your with your grandpa and your sister. That's awesome. Uh, but you know, it's just one of those like, eh, I don't I don't need that. <laughs> I did I did actually enjoy Summer as the elf though. Oh that was yeah, great. yeah, Archer like Can't be Summer sexy was the Archer. best part. <laughs> laying on the ground trying to shoot with her feet and stuff. But oh, yeah, and, and because that that design is actually from D and uh, yeah. Rick and Morty versus D and D. Nice. That's actually her design in it. Oh, okay. So because she was uh, an archer, an elf archer, or actually she was yeah yeah. But uh, but yeah, like that, that was cool. I th- I did like that. I liked the design of a lot of them. I loved the design of the dragons themselves, <laughs> even even, <laughs> even the slit dragons. Yeah, the slit uh-huh. dragons were pretty funny. Uh, but. It, it, it was you okay. know what? I think maybe I wanted it to be more like the comic, like maybe more like the like give Morty his druid robes, like do like the comic a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, eh, but it's, it's okay. okay. It was okay. It was an it's okay. Better than episode. the heist one. Yes, oh, that, I still think that that cat's coming back. Agreed. I hope so. Yeah, Matthew Broderick's coming back. At the same time, I don't. I, I'm worried that it's like one of those things that if we see it, it it won't be as awful as whatever we imagine that that cat is. Oh part of. yeah. Oh, I hope they never show us. I don't know if I want to know. I don't think that they yeah, could possibly show me anything. I don't ever want to see anything. what Rick saw. No, no, I don't think we'll ever see it. I just think that if that cat ever shows up again, they're just going to treat it like the Antichrist that it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I do think the cat is going to show up at some yeah. point again, personally. I like the whole thing in Florida. I asked too many questions, didn't I? Get him! Yeah. <laughs> Go so. back to Georgia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that'll do it for the, the Rick and Morty talk as well. That'll do. That'll do. So uh, yeah, I think that'll bring it to the end of the episode then. Uh, and then as always, we record live upstairs inside of Tate's Comics, powered Woo-hoo. by our friends at 2000 Brigade. Woo-hoo. And then uh, if you want... You can uh, join us for um, for Substitute Santa. The very last one's going to be this Sunday. Yep, yep, yep. We're going to be a have... sight to behold. Oh, ho. Ah. That means we're going to have the beholder. Yeah, we're going to be Superman. Superman and then Batman and Robin. Don't bring your bats, man. Oh, no, man. Bring your bats, man. It's cool. <laughs> and your and Robin And bring eggs. your spiders, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Could we get a sub Santa We could do a sub Santa spiders, man. Oh. That'd be great. I think I we've been saying for that for Santa's. years now. There's just no way. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can also find us online right there, Anthony. Tater Talk 93 on the gram. On the, on on the, the G-Rams. The Golden Gram. <laughs> and uh, as always, my name is Brian. I'm Anthony. I'm Jen. And I'm Joe. And Jen forgot to, to say. She spaced <laughs> out Sorry, for a second. Sorry, there for a second. <laughs> and uh, yeah, have a great week, everyone. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.